Hey, welcome back to our Life Group Leaders Lounge. We're glad that you're here with us. Today's topic is going to be about how do you pick your serve project for this semester. So the previous two weeks, we talked about the why. Why should we be serving as life groups? Last week, we talked a little bit more about the timeline of our serve challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week, why don't we get into how do you make that call? What What is your group going to do this semester? Let's do it. What do you guys think? Well, I think... Uh, the first thing, and we kind of designed this thoughtfully of week one, you're presenting it to your group. Week two, hopefully members of your group are out having conversations with uh, their neighbors and the principal of the school that they drop their kids off and uh, the, the owner of the coffee shop that they go to. Hey, what do you need? How can I help? How can we serve you? Kind of gathering information. And then week two, you'll come to your group and present, I suppose, the options of the needs. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then between week two and week three was kind of designed, I think, step one is to to pray that whole week. Like, you're not choosing that week. It's really time for you to go home, pray, ask God what's on your heart, which, which opportunity are you feeling called to? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, in our group, we talked about it week one. We encourage everyone to be praying about it. And so um, I know this week we're going to bring some ideas, like you mentioned, to the Mm -hmm. table. And then, yeah, I think probably by week three, I think our group is going to make that call, uh, that decision, what we're doing. But let's uh, let's jump in, dive in a little bit. Uh, Brady had some good ideas of how do we just decide? Because there's, I think one feedback we hear all the time from our leaders is there's so many options. How do we choose which one we want to do? Totally. It can absolutely become something of analysis paralysis where, where you're like, I want to serve, we want to serve, but then, yeah, well, but then you don't make a decision because there's so many options and that happens in so many facets of life. Yeah. And as I've listened to both of you guys who I think you guys have shared offline so many great things on this topic, Thank you. both of you guys model... <laughs> serving and so (laughs) it's almost like i've had the pleasure of kind of listening and just in the posture of listening to you guys be like okay it's almost like finding the right project comes at this convergence point of these four things and we'll call the acronym uh napa Napa. right just a little memorable beautiful napa valley exactly auto parts okay (laughs) that too napa valley so napa Uh, the first one's need right and so that's what you're saying raquel is hopefully people are thinking about what is needed either in the neighborhood at the local school something that uh fits the context of where your group meets. And Brooks, you've said something in the previous podcast where would your neighborhood, would your community even notice if your group wasn't meeting anymore? And so hopefully it's something based on need. But then there's another thing. Hopefully it's based on your availability. There could be a need, but if you're not available to meet that need, well, then you can't actually serve there. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, Raquel, you said an example. If uh, If your group's uh, out of town, you know, half your group is traveling for the holidays or something. Yeah. Yeah, the no Um, pick at Thanksgiving hour. Exactly. Yeah. So need, you need availability and you need passion. And we'll talk about that in a second too. Uh, so you need to be passionate about whatever you're going to do. And then also hopefully ability. ability. So not just availability, but ability. Can we actually accomplish this? And you had a funny example of that one too, Raquel. Uh, like the freeways. Oh yeah. You know, Hey, I only have three people in my group. Um, sure. The entire side of the eight freeway needs to be cleaned up, but you know, are we Able, able. <laughs> to do that. <laughs> to do the whole freeway. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah so maybe you do a part do. of the freeway right. or something like that. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I like, that's great. Napa, just Napa Auto Parts. Think yeah. of that, you know? No, so, so Napa need Valley. Or Napa Valley. I know. Seriously. Fun. They have really good coffee there, right? Isn't that the coffee? In Napa Auto Parts? No, it's about oh. Napa Valley. <laughs> oh. It's a coffee valley, uh, right? Wine, you know. 
Yeah. You know, I'm Italian. Yeah. Okay, way to go. So <laughs> I, I, I think, first of all, that when, when we talk about Napa, so need, availability, passion, and ability. One of the ones that stands out, I think, in our conversation that I want to re- bring back up is passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think that some of us think, well, hey, we're not all passionate about the same thing. Or, hey, yeah. I hear some of the service projects available that our church is already doing that we can jump in on. But I'm not passionate about the, some of those things. And Raquel, you had a brilliant example yeah, of this. I mean, I'm not passionate about picking up trash. <laughs> You're not? No. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I'm passionate about my growth in picking up trash. I'm passionate about my my walk with Jesus and my group's growth in their spiritual journey of serving. That's what I'm passionate about. So honestly, I mean, you can get behind any uh, project in that respect. But, you know, you mentioned you have a member in your group who has a heart for the homeless. You know, is there something that particularly tugs on your heartstrings. And that's, I think, where the yeah. prayer comes in. Well, I think that's good, yeah. So to be able to reflect and say, okay, hey, guys, in our group, what are some things that you're passionate about? What are some things that maybe someone in here is really, really designed to do or focused on? Um, I want to I touch on something you said that was really good. You said, okay, I'm not passionate about trash, but I'm passionate about the growth that happens in my life mm-hmm. when I do that. So when you put yourself in a servant-minded uh, perspective, then yeah, God works on your heart through that mm-hmm. for sure. But I will say this too, is if if you are living in your neighborhood and you notice there's a lot of trash around, then when you picking up when you pick up trash, you're also benefiting the neighborhood that yes. you're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're benefiting the lives of all these other people around you. So yeah, it may not be like you're you may not be like I'm the trash picker up of the year, you know, <laughs> give me an Oscar for it. But I you might say, I love my neighborhood. And I love yeah. my, when, when kids walk down the street, they don't have to pick up, they don't have to walk through the trash. Or yes. I love how, you know, um, parks look better and parents feel more safe to bring parks mm-hmm. or their kids True. to the parks when the grass is mowed and there's, you know, trash gone and there's not graffiti all over the place, you know? So yeah, I think it's part of it is just loving our neighbors and wanting to have a safer, cleaner yeah. neighborhood ourselves mm-hmm. too to live in. I have uh, one serious thing and one funny thing. First, the funny thing. I keep thinking when you hear trash, Forky from Toy Story, who loves trash. Oh, oh Toy Story God. Trash. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but no, as, on a serious note, I think that's, uh, I think it's very perceptive to be aware that when we serve, there's this internal benefit that does benefit us as a Christ follower. God works in our hearts when we go and participate with him in mm-hmm. where he's already working. And Jesus is a servant. Part of God's very heart, his character is to serve. And so when we're serving, we're joining him in what he's already doing. So he meets us there. And that's why we feel that sense of peace, that sense of joy, that blessing that comes with taking on his mantle to serve. But then also, like you said, well, it's not just what happens there. It's also that external where yep. sometimes explicitly we are benefiting someone we're in a very obvious way and then sometimes mm-hmm. like you said with the trash in the neighborhood it may not be explicit but you're beautifying that space you're making it look nice you're cleaner and some who walk by might really appreciate what you're I doing i was just gonna say the people who walk by and see you doing that you could touch their hearts yeah and just you know move something in them just from them seeing yeah. you do it Absolutely, absolutely. And I, let's let's go back to the, the first letter, then, the need here. Yeah. Let's talk about that really quick. So our NAPA, uh, need, availability, passion, and... Ability. Ability, yeah. So when we talk about need, let's talk about, you know, trying to listen and be a good student of those around us yeah. and of the community around us. And that takes time. That takes intentionality. It takes a, a humble spirit of saying, I don't really have all of the answers for what this community really needs. But I know that God does. And I know that if I listen and I take time to watch the needs 
rather than rush in with my own plan, then I begin to get on God's agenda for what he wants to do in that community. And so I think having that posture of just of just listening to the needs of those around you is a great place to start as a live group leader. Um, and that's something that we can model with our people in our group of saying, let's not just come to the table with all these ways that we're going to change our neighborhood without first asking the question of, uh, Lord, what does this neighborhood actually need? Yeah. So, and do you guys do yes. that with your group? You actually walk them through discerning the need that way? It's a good question. I think I'll, I'll say for my group, um, you know, we did our last serve project last semester. We did a um, construction project. Yes, and so I remember that. Yep. When we we were talking about this semester, I kind of I just sensed that we just wanted to do one of those again because we had guys in our group that are really gifted and talented in that. And my my thought, my thinking was, okay, that would be really great. But what if God has a different plan for us this semester? So that was kind of the posture I took. Was hey, that's great. Um, and my boy Jude, he's a great guy. His heart is to serve people. And so he was thinking that, and, and then I was just kind of praying and thinking, but Lord, you might have something different for us. So I guess leaning into that need was me saying, okay, God, I know that was what we did in the past, but what do you have this semester? That was the posture I took going into it. I like that a lot. Yeah. How about Raquel? What are you processing over here? Um, yeah, all of it. (laughs) Uh, I think, I think we always just, I, I try to posture with my group, um, just don't assume, um, that you think that you know the need, like you have an idea, right? Okay. Principal at the school. Oh, well maybe he needs school supplies. In fact, we actually learned that the teachers had not the most obvious supplies they were wanting. They want baby wipes. They want paper towels, Uh, that kind of thing. Like that's not what I would think. I've thought of that. Um, so really just not assuming, um, anything and, even down to the details, right? So principal of the school, he needs something, right? Of course he needs something. Um, just listening. So, okay, just, maybe maybe it's part of it too is identifying the person you need to ask who will pull yeah. out that need. Yeah. So instead of identifying and say, hey, I know what the need is, like what you both are saying, who's the person we can ask in our community? Who do we have rapport with? Either because one of the persons in our group works at a school, so there's a principal. Yeah. In just some way, shape, or form, yeah. who can we identify who we can ask to? Yeah, well, I, that could even be like, let's say if you have a heart to serve the homeless, even just going up to the homeless people and saying, hey guys, what, what do you need? Love in that. This yeah, yeah, like, sure. I know, I'll just say, for bad, I'll give myself as a bad example. So I yeah. had a desire to help um, some homeless people, and so I went with a couple of people from uh, one of the New Break churches I was with, and... Um, I thought, you know what, these, these, these people probably really need some good books to read. And so I, for some reason, I thought that was a great idea. So I took, went downtown <laughs> and I had heart. a whole bunch of books. And then this lady that I was with was so sweet and so gentle. She just looked at me. She said, why do you think that they want to carry around these big books? Like, don't you think they need socks and like tissue paper and toothpaste? And I thought, mm, yes, that's actually probably a much better idea. So when we actually talked to the homeless people, we were like, what do you guys actually need? And so they started telling us what they needed. So, yeah, listening, uh, definitely, I, I, I learned that one the hard way, for sure. Yeah. The hard way. <laughs> so, yeah, so let's uh, recap really quick as you're talking with your group. So uh, this week is your meeting, week two, and then even week three, you're praying about it, and then you make a decision for your group, whether you're partnering with something we're doing at New Break Church or you are listening coming up with one. or yeah. coming up with one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we want you to encourage you to, to listen to the needs of the community, to find out the availability of your group, to listen to the passions within your group, and then to find out what are what is the ability that your group actually has to go forth and do this this mm-hmm. event. Yes. So Napa. 
Napa. And your spiritual gifts. Use your spiritual grip. Yeah. gifts in your group. Yeah. Like you yes. Must. I would say that ties into, of course, intrinsically into what we mean by that. But great thing to point out. I agree, Raquel, that we need to use our gifts with our passion, with our availability, ability, and so on. Yeah. And I have a gift for picking up trash. There you, <laughs> trash. There you do. Way to go. <laughs> so, hey, thanks for joining us today. We hope you had a great, uh, you have a great week with your life group, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.